This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Toll free. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Join us online at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features we have to share with you there. Give them away. And those other talk show hosts do not. They charge you, most of them do, for their websites. Uh, you probably get more for free than you'll pay for at some of those other talk show host websites. See it for yourself. Get interactive at freetalklive.com. Once again, freetalklive.com. We're going to go and start out tonight by going to the phones and to Lord Keynes, who is calling from beyond the grave. Uh, Lord Keynes, you're on Free Talk Live. Keen? Lord Keynes, going once. Lord Keynes. Hello. 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 Maynard, you there? Hello. Hello. Yes, I am. I'm very much here. You are on Hello. the air. Go ahead, sir. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to talk to you guys again. Uh, sorry I had to cut out last time. Um, the, uh, uh, Pat, you, the, Pat, you be on the grave. The, the connection, it's a little rough uh, through the, uh, the, the the celestial witherings or yeah, whatever. Yeah, uh, to be honest, I'm not sure how it works. <laughs> uh, you know, and I'm not. Life's a confusing place, it's and a place I'm not really sure on. exactly how one can, how a government can print money out of thin air and stimulate the economy either. <laughs> you guys, I've noticed recently, you guys are working on doing segways. You're doing very good at it. It's quite a good, uh, good, good attempt. Thank you. Um, yes. So let let me explain um, how the monetary supply works in a Keynesian economic model. Um, we have to understand that it is just a representation, just a, just a medium of exchange. It doesn't create value. That's the right. value is in the products and services. This, this, is, this as much the Austrian economics, economists understand. Um, and so everybody who holds um, both Federal Reserve notes or any fiat currency and owns assets is creating the value for those currencies on the assets that they own. It's, it's their capital. Like uh, as is used in cap- capitalism, right? And so, as long as more capital is being created, we can create more notes in order to represent that new capital. And um, while if the United States was a closed system and the only one using the Federal Reserve notes, we would have massive inflation at this point. That's true. However, what's actually happening, and what you don't know about the the backroom deals of the Federal Reserve that I do know about because you know, I'm a ghost. Um, is that they are actually taking those newly created Federal Reserve notes and loaning them out en masse to other nations. What this actually does is puts that fiat currency, now follow along with me, it puts that fiat currency into the foreign nation's hands, which in essence makes their capital part of the entire fiat currency system. I see how you're, I see what you're saying. I have a concern though. Um, uh, can I just call you Maynard? Well, okay. that's my middle name. Uh, you can call me John. Okay, it's John Maynard. All right. Well, I like Maynard though. It's it's kind of fun. It's it's a little out of style. Um, okay. Now, the when when people create capital and the Federal Reserve creates pa- pieces of paper to represent that capital. Um, now, now, the folks that are creating capital are taking raw goods and mixing it with their labor in order to make something of value. Now, when the Federal Reserve creates pieces of paper that represent that value, don't they essentially co-opt some or all of the value that that person created by adding more pieces of paper to the marketplace? 
Definitely, but uh, the other person isn't aware of it. It's just right. like you said. I'll give you that um, according to your moral philosophy, it's completely wrong. I am concerned with the happiness and well-being of people, whereas you are concerned with some kind of ethereal rights theory um, you know, spawning which out of, happiness out of, uh, and uh, the happiness and well-being of which people? The bankers and government guys and their connected corporate contractors. This is the crux, and this this is what you, what you fail to see. And, and please, please listen. I just well, I before you go on with your you, lecture, uh, yes. John. Well, no, I, I'd appreciate I'm, it if I'm you could answer my answer question. question. Yes, yes. Uh, it's the well-being of of more people. It's, it's the greatest number of people experience the greatest amount of happiness through the use of Keynesianism. The the critical <laughs> mistake in, in the critical mistake in in your belief, and I understand where you guys are coming from with your Austrian economists and your libertarianism, you assume that everybody, that the majority of people, are rational, intelligent, inquisitive beings like yourself. Most people don't know. They don't care. They want to wake up. They want to go to their job. They just react to the incentives directly in front of them. They're not looking at a big picture. And, you know, the sad and, and, and terrible... Uh, so that makes it that okay to steal to- from them? Is that what you're saying? It's for their own good. Let me ask you this. Now, when you're talking about incentives, and I think incentives are very important, but when you take some or all, and I'm going to only assume it's some of the value um, of people's capital, the the things that they've created through the um, inflation of the currency, the inflation of the fiat currency, doesn't that disincentivize the creation of new value, new capital? Only people who are awake enough who are awake enough to see what's happening, but somehow, and this is what I will never understand about Austrians, you're awake enough to see what's happening, but not awake enough to use it to your advantage. What you need to realize is that those who are subjugated deserve to be subjugated. Mm. That is their lot in life. And what's beautiful now is that we have a liquid class structure so that peasants, like yourself, can actually move up to the rank of, of lords and kings by utilizing that great big-picture mind that you have. What you need to do is, is, is stop carrying the load for the fools who do not matter of it and, and begin... So, so you, I, I'm really curious uh, how one does this. I mean, uh, you know, like, do, uh, do, you, do you make more money, or do you have to give uh, up what you love and I, go to work for the government? I, uh, uh, I don't know what he said there, but his connection always seems to end in a very strange, uh, strange manner. It's a ghost, man. Yeah. Yeah, they're weird. <laughs> you know, he does a very good John Maynard Keynes. It's a very uh, snooty uh, perspective. You know, this is the perspective that uh, the those creating the money and the gov- running the government are your betters, and everybody else is just, you know, nothing more than dogs and sheep. And that uh, it's totally okay to, uh, you know, extract wealth from them without their knowledge because they're too stupid or ignorant to be aware of it. And there really are people that think like him. Well, there's called central planners. I mean, uh, Keynes just gave the central planners something that works a little bit. I mean, it works to some extent. There's no doubt. I mean, one, one can't say that Keynesian economics doesn't work. 
It does. Well, it works at transferring wealth from everybody else to the people who are running the system. I think that you can infuse with a little bit of elasticity in the um, in 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 money. There are times when you can uh, jumpstart the economy, but at some point or another, it's like a shot of liquor, um, and. When your when your economy keeps on taking shots of liquor, pretty soon your economy is an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And uh, at this point, your our economy is, is not only an alcoholic; it's lying in its own vomit, and it, it it's so drunk it has no idea that that's what's occurring. Your thoughts are certainly welcome. Eight five five four fifty free. By the way, joining you in studio tonight, it is Ian here. And Bradley. And Mark. Brad Jardis joining us uh, from the north country of New Hampshire. I have come down from above. Yep. Uh, two hours, some drive to get here. Appreciate you coming out uh, tonight. Let's continue with Unlike your calls. Unlike Keens, who came up from below. <laughs> Let's go to Steve, listening in North Dakota. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Steve. Hey, gentlemen. Um, so I, I have a shocker for you. You know, the U.S. Department of State lies. Well, no. I don't know if you know that or not, but it does. It Every, lies. Like everything it says is a lie, or just uh, some of the things it says is a lie are lies. Yeah, well, some some of the stuff, and and I might be uh, working on uh, old information. I haven't checked this in a while, but there was a conversation today, and I thought it might make a good call. Um, a few years ago, on the uh, State Department's website, they had uh, they had a list of all the different countries and how dangerous or safe it is for Americans to be there, and. Um, they on Yemen on the one for Yemen. Uh, okay, I can hear the music. Yeah, uh, very good. Stand over. by. We'll talk about Yemen here in a moment. Safety around the world for people from the U.S. Eight five five four fifty free. That is the SACL CAI toll free line. Then coming up, an update on the story from Orlando with a guy that was facing serious fines, possibly the loss of his home for growing a garden in his front yard. We'll give you the latest on that story. It's free talk live. Are you looking for camping, hunting, survival, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries the name brands you want at the lowest prices. Ammunition, knives, firearm accessories, archery, air guns, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, tactical flashlights, fish finders, and boating equipment. ManVentureOutpost.com is family-owned, members in good standing of the Better Business Bureau, and has the lowest prices. Go check it for yourself. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves here at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and we invite you to our website over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that we have waiting for you there. One of them is our Shrine of Female listeners with dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video. Just go to shrine.freetalklive.com, and you can see them there. In fact, I asked the question on Facebook last night on the Free Talk Live Facebook page. Uh, Do you think the Shrine of Female listeners should continue? And the reason I ask is because a strange thing, like the Shrine of Female listeners was the most popular when we were a local show. Yeah. We had no shortage of uh, submissions at that time. It became, it's sort of just over the years, over the last uh, decade, basically, that it's been around, uh, the Shrine has kind of just tapered off, 
even though we've had more commercial success than ever and are on over 100 radio stations, and uh, certainly the podcast uh, online, we've got more listeners now than we had 10 years ago, uh, we just don't have the same level of participation in the Shrine of Female Listeners. And so I'd ask the question, you know, has it uh, has the Shrine of Female Listeners, has it reached its goal? I mean, has it uh, done what it originally intended to do, is show that, uh, hey, women do listen to talk radio and specifically this radio program, which is kind of the original idea behind the Shrine of Female Listeners. And the last, um, we just had a new submission within the last couple weeks, but uh, Lauren and she's there on the validated section of the shrine at shrine.freetalklive.com. But she's the first submission we've had in seven months. So that says to me people aren't interested in in at least being well, part of the shrine. What about visits to the page? It's, you know, it's still in the top ten on the, the website. It's certainly not the number one page. You know, what I would do is let it languish. Uh, I would put, uh, you know, put up... Uh you know the submission thing, and just don't uh, don't do much about it. If people want to go see it, they should be able to go see it. You don't just don't have to do any promos for yeah, it. Yeah, definitely keep it. No, I wasn't going to say get rid of it. Uh, I was just asking, you know, should it be retired? You know, close should it be closed down, or should we just keep it going? And just every now and then, whenever somebody comes in, I mean, I don't have a problem continuing What's to do the it. Cost? No, you know? nothing, nothing. Just you know, it just sounds. It do, I guess it doesn't look that great. You know, when it it hasn't changed in seven months. So maybe you're right, Mark. Maybe I don't know. I, that's why I asked you over at Facebook if you want to respond to the poll. You're welcome to do so. It's one of those polls where you can add whatever response you want to it, or select one of the ones that already exists. I'm going to type in coleslaw. What about like uh, giving some sort of incentive to send in a uh, a picture, like a free bumper sticker, or for we already a- give away free bumper stickers to anyone that wants one. Yeah, two free bumper stickers. <laughs> yeah, it's there. I don't know. I, I feel just kind of like. Eh ambivalent uh, about it 855-450-FREE that's the SACL CAI toll-free line uh, apparently uh, f- some of our listeners would like the Shrine of Mark without a shirt instead of <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, the Shrine of Female listeners but let's go back to Steve he's listening in North Dakota Steve you're back on Free Talk Live you were telling us something about uh, peoples from the U.S. and their safety around the world right well um, the U.S. State Department has or had I haven't checked in a few years but this was relevant to a conversation we had today at work uh, the U.S. State Department on their website has had or has a section in which it t- talks about the various countries in the world and how safe it is for Americans to be there. And um, a few years ago, I found myself uh, looking at a possible job in Yemen. And so I looked on Yemen. Uh, I looked up Yemen on the State Department website because uh, uh, I was sort of, you know, a little bit into government back then. And um, the uh, it said that, well, it's not really the safest place for Americans. It's not the most dangerous, but there, they said there was one incident where uh, on a uh, on a on a American oil rig over there, some guy went crazy with a gun and started shooting people. And they categorized this as a terrorist terrorist attack. Uh, and you know they, they were saying that you know this kind of shows that yeah it can be a dangerous place for Americans. Well, turns out I got a job with that with that company, but I didn't get put in Yemen. However, I did meet some of the guys who were on that rig when that happened. It was an oil drilling rig uh, when that happened. <clears throat> Turns out what it was was uh, one of the guys that got shot at, I actually talked to him. He was a Canadian guy. He wasn't even American, which the State Department didn't say that. They, they, they made it sound like it was Americans that got shot at. And as I got to know this guy, I kind of realized why he got shot at, because he was the biggest jerk 
ever. And I want to use another word, but I, I don't want you guys mm-hmm. to get in trouble with the FCC. He was a bully. He was terrible. He treated the workers like dogs, his underlings. He treated them like dogs. And uh, what it was was this guy got tired of getting, he was a, it was a Yemeni guy. He got tired of getting bullied, tired of getting treated like crap, tired of, you know, getting treated like a dog. He brought a gun out there, and he was going to shoot the people that were treating him in this way. It had nothing to do with Islam versus Christianity, East versus West, America versus Yemen, apple pie versus, you know, cot or whatever they have over there. It's just a hand-picked incident that the State Department used to justify its wish that Americans not go to Yemen. You got it. They put on there, the way the way it read, and I, you know, it's been years since I've checked, but the way it read was like, you know, yeah, you can go over there, but gosh, you just better beware that you could get shot at, you know, for being an American. And it wasn't even Americans that got shot at. They right. were Canadians. It was a Canadian jerk. Yeah, it was, a, and, and I mean, when I say jerk, let me tell you, I, the last fight I got into was 1990, and I almost got in a fight with this guy. And that, You're a terrorist. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, right. But what I'm saying is, I'm I'm a very calm person. Mm-hmm. He had to push me a lot, and he pushed me so that for the first time in 20 years, I almost got in the fight. So. Interesting. I appreciate you shining some light on that issue. Anything else you wanted to share tonight? Uh, one thing, since Brad's there, I didn't know he was going to be there. Um, in the next state over from where I am right now, it's illegal to text. And if you get pulled over for weaving, the cops will first thing they will ask after they ask for your driver's license is they'll say, let me see your cell phone, because they want to see if you were texting within the last whatever few minutes. Sounds to me like they're asking uh, for a consens- uh, consensual search. Exactly what they're exactly. asking. Exactly. I think my response would be, yeah, you can see my cell phone if you have a warrant, if you have a search warrant. Mm-hmm. Would that be the appropriate response, you think? Uh, absolutely. I mean, anything that the uh, that the police have to do to manipulate an object, or certainly uh, they're going to have to press buttons on your phone in order to uh, to pull up your your recent messages. That's all considered a search. Um, one thing, though, if if you do get arrested, the police can search you after getting arrested, and then if they find that you had been texting, they they can certainly use that against you. But I would never give up. Let's say they arrest you. And then they get to search you at that point, and you've got a password on your phones. So you power it on, and there's the password option to get in. Yeah. Can they then coerce you into revealing your password? Probably not. So that's something to consider. It never hurts to have a I'm little bit of extra security. I'm under a great deal security. of stress right now, officer, and I, don't, I just can't remember my password. Yeah. <laughs> What's your password? I don't recall. Every time my my hands are stuck together with metal objects, I can't remember what happened. <laughs> oh, Thanks for the call, Steve. Appreciate the sure, thoughts. No 855-450-FREE. The SACL CAI toll-free line. Growing a garden. The man was facing a loss of his home in Orlando over it. He had a 25-by-25-foot 25 vegetable garden in his front yard, and he still does. We give you the update on what's going on with the city bureaucrats there and their threats 855-453 is the toll-free number. You can bring up anything you want. Free Talk Live. In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society. The wheel, the printing press, the internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. 
This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything you want toll-free here at 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us online. Head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that we will share with you there. We've got archives that go all the way back to late 2006 and even beyond that now to our very first two seasons. You can go to freetalklive.com, just click into the archives section or go to archives.freetalklive.com. Alternately, we also have our SoundCloud page which allows you to share any episode of Free Talk Live easily on your Facebook or Twitter or wherever it is that you enjoy sharing things socially networking-wise. You can go to uh, soundcloud.freetalklive.com to accomplish that. So tell me about the Free State Project, Mark. Free State Project is a project to move 20,000 liberty-loving individuals to one state. Once they're there, they will do... Whatever it is they want to do, whether it's writing letters to the editor, or participating in uh, you know the judicial system in some way, or becoming a politician, or you know some kind of civil disobedience, creating media, whatever it is that they might do, uh, they will do whatever they can to create a government whose maximum role is the protection of life, liberty, and the pursuit of property. Maybe government's not the right word, but uh, you know they will. They will do that. And you can go find out more at freestateproject.org. Again, it's freestateproject.org. And there's a lot of talk about secession going on in the country right now. And I'm not saying that the Free State Project is a secession organization, but people want secession so that they can have more freedom in most cases. If you really want that to work, you're going to have to uh, get together with other people that want that because chances are good in whatever state you are in, even in Texas, that the majority of people aren't really for it. Mm. So you need to get into a place where people who believe in the ideas of liberty are are, uh, concentrated. And that's what the Free State Project is about. Freestateproject.org. Let's uh, continue here and go to your phone calls. Aaron is in Ohio. Aaron, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Brad, and Mark. Hi, I was just calling in regard to, um, well, partly the caller you had yesterday, but the Cato Institute has some really good stuff on the Austrian economics versus Keynesianism, and I assume your caller earlier was kind of in jest. But as no, he was as really that, calling from beyond the grave. You didn't believe him? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, there's a lot of people I've, out there in your show that call themselves anarchists, and I have a little trouble with this term because it means against government. If you're completely against government, then you don't even govern yourself. Mm. And as the Cato Institute scholar pointed out, this would more accurately be called autoarchy. Possibly if you would have self-governance, you believe that no one should be able to govern you except for yourself. Yeah, I think that's a fine term. I'm an autoarchist. At least then it doesn't have that exact same nasty flavor that anarchist does. This right. Is- if you tell somebody, uh, you know, I, I would rather have a term with zero baggage that somebody, dis- uh, you know, that you have to describe to someone mm-hmm. than to have a term that has, uh, you know, bad baggage uh, th- that you have to sort of undo. I always thought anarchy meant rules, but just no rulers. I never thought that at all, and I, you know, I mean, I don't think that the mainstream media talks about it. I know that some people will will talk about it that way that uh, they'll they'll say that one doesn't need to have a government to have laws, or you know, these kind of ter- terminologies here. But um, you know, it, it's it's kind of mixing terms. Aaron, any me. other thoughts you want to share on that? Well, yeah, I mean, it's just and means against and government. So traditionally, people like you said would be throwing bombs at the government or trying to blow up the government, whatever the government is down with the government 
and to attach yourself to that, I think I agree with you guys is a, is a wrong attitude. Indeed, sir. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. So uh, the story is out of College Park, Florida, which is probably a suburb of Orlando because the headline here says that Orlando, the city of Orlando, has allowed the man to keep his front yard vegetable garden. Ah, our betters in the city of Orlando have granted the man his wish to be able to grow his own food. Aren't they just splendid? That must be, it must be a blight on an entire neighborhood now. Well, that was the original suggestion from code enforcement in College Park, was that this was a violation of the city's uh, landscape code, and that he must either stop his garden and undo it, and or face something like $300 a day fines mm-hmm. for doing so. However, he stood firm, and now there's an update on the story. A College Park man's garden will continue to grow in his front yard after the city of Orlando was inundated with emails following a local sick story that generated national headlines. And that's the source here is clickorlando.com. The city of Orlando received hundreds of emails that focused on Jason Helvingston's 25 by 25 foot front yard vegetable garden in College Park. And now the city has decided not to pursue a violation against him. Instead, city officials said they're trying to work out a solution which could result in a change in the city's landscaping codes. John Ippel, the city's sustainability director, said, quote, what an ironic title for uh, <laughs> the guy who's going after the dude with a garden. He's a sustainability director. It's funny. Tongue in cheek. Uh, quote, the times are changing quicker than our codes can adapt, and so we're certainly looking at this as an opportunity to look at what the new standards should be, said John Ippel. Helvingston's front yard garden first gained national attention last week when he petitioned the city to keep his garden. The city's landscape code never considered front yard food production, which raises concerns from aesthetics to storm runoff. If there's just bare land and it rains, then that soil's going to wash into the streets and therefore go into the lake. And that causes water quality issues for our lakes, said the bureaucrat. Focus groups will discuss the city's landscaping codes in the coming months to see Focus what... Focus groups... Yep. Focus uh, groups. They're going to take some residents of the city of Orlando and kind of ask them some questions. And Yeah. How should we allow you to do what you want to do if we feel like we should want to allow you those things? What should you be allowed to do that you can't do today? And under what conditions? Because I think this story is a blow off. And then let me explain what I mean by that. There, the news is, hey, the guy gets to keep his garden. And so they're going to figure that that's, you know, the government guys are going to figure, okay, well, that this will be the end of the news cycle. They're not going to come back around, and they're not going to do a follow-up story on this. So we'll make it look like we're going to change our codes, and maybe we will change our codes, but we'll make it so this guy will still have to jump through some hoops. Because if we don't get him to jump through hoops, then he won't think that we own him. And ultimately, even though when they're done reviewing their codes, they'll likely come out with some sort of code maybe allowing him to have his garden, but put requirements on it. Well, you can have a garden in your front yard, but you have to do X, Y, and Z to it. It needs to have a barrier surrounding it that is, you know, six inches high and made of uh, wood. You know, they'll come up with something. They'll come up with something to just put, shove down this guy's throat. It has to comport with the master plan. Yeah, and that's if they actually do end up, rev- you know, revising their codes. They may not. 
This may just be a temporary slowdown in the enforcement process. You know, a focus group just seems so stupid to me on this. I mean, if you want to find out if the people of Orlando or City College Park, I'm not 100% sure if College Park's just a district or what it is. If you want to know if those people want to be able to grow gardens, want people able to grow gardens, not that everybody would have to do such a thing, just ask them in a referendum. Mm -hmm. You know, put a vote out there and ask people what they want to do. Well, um, I recently ran for office up in Coas County, New Hampshire, and when I was running, I, I met somebody who had just uh, opened a little uh, vegetable garden uh, for her family to, to raise some money, and local code enforcement came around and uh, told her it was too close to the road. Um, now, I mean, there are other places that are close to the road, but for some reason, this one particular family was was targeted, mm-hmm. and, you know, we're we're... In this particular context, we're talking about a county that is completely detached from the rest of the state that completely relies on transportation for food. And when the government enforces these things in certain, you know, pretty much all situations, it's creating a dangerous situation because people can't grow their own food. Sure. So what what if there's a natural disaster? Uh, it, It just makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Well, it doesn't have to make sense. There's somebody who has decided these things and they know better. They're your, they are your betters, and they will make choices for you and the property that you think you own. Luckily, this guy seems pretty steadfast. Uh, Mr. Helvingston said that he uh, will allow... He says, you can take my house before you can take my vegetable garden. And so we'll see how this ends up turning out. Hopefully, we'll continue to hear updates. Uh, Local 6 News does claim that they will continue to cover the story. 855-450-FREE. So he's not going to be forced to remove it at this time. No fines have been issued yet. Uh, More coming up. You can tell us your story with Code Enforcement. Are you a fan of beer, liberty, and good conversation? Do you support freedom, peace, and voluntary interaction? Are you looking to meet others who think like you? Don't wait for your move to the Free State Project to get started when you can do something about it today. This is Amanda Mill encouraging you to set up a Liberty on the Rocks network near you to begin connecting and informing libertarian thinkers over drinks. Visit www.libertyontherocks.org. Free Talk Live. Take control of the airwaves toll-free at 855-453-SACL-CAI. Toll-free CAI. Toll free line. Join us online, freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features. We give them to you there. And if you like the show, you can help support Free Talk Live. Shop with us. Go to shop.freetalklive.com. Enter Amazon through the links you'll find there. There's also a few other things that you can get into from shop.freetalklive.com like Newegg. Uh, but Amazon's the best cut for Free Talk Live as far as the amount of uh, the percentage of the sale price or the total price that uh, goes to us. It's the best with the, with the Amazon deal. So go I don't to- care about the largest percentage. I just want the cut on whatever you're buying online. So I think Newegg's just fine. Newegg's fine, uh, but if you can get the same product at Amazon, then we'll get more of it. So uh, you can go to shop.freetalklive.com, click into the Amazon link that is right for you, and then just get your shopping done. Maybe you're looking to buy some stuff for a loved one for the holiday season or just something that you want for you. You're going to get the same great Amazon prices and huge selection that you're used to. It's just that you're entering through our affiliate portal, so Free Talk Live gets a cut of the total sale. Start your shopping at shop.freetalklive.com. Makes a big difference for us. Uncovering the secrets and exposing the lies. That's what the reason. Readers of freedomsphoenix.com get every day. Readers of freedomsphoenix.com are constantly provided the detailed real news that lies between the lines of propaganda and the relationship we have with coercive governments. 
Freedomsphoenix.com offers up-to-the-minute updates on the economy, technology, communications, and the rise of the police state. Go now to freedomsphoenix.com and sign up for their free daily dispatch. It's freedomsphoenix.com. All right, let's continue with you and your thoughts. John's in Carson City, Nevada. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, John. Hi, guys. Hey, what's on your mind today? I just wanted to respond to Mark's uh, comment that uh, Keynesianism kind of works. And uh, I would say yes and no. It kind of works as an economic theory, and it's a total disaster as a government policy. Yeah, I think uh, it's a, in the long term it is. Uh, I think that yeah. it, in the short term you can point to enough instances, though, that uh, people, uh, you know, people are, uh, you know, I mean, if something works half the time, you're liable to try it. Sure. Uh, but the, the fundamental problem with the policy is that with Keynes, like so many other experts or policy wonks, they see a way to solve a particular problem, and then they say, well, since this is how you solve it, we'll just give it to government, and then that's what will happen. But instead, I mean, the, the real problem is handing this power over to bureaucrats who have no skin in the game and, uh, you know, who can just loot, you know, who can ultimately have the, have the incentive to loot the system. If, there were, if we had a private banking system with private competing banks, it wouldn't be that big a problem if some of them printed money because, they'd be regulated by the market. But these bureaucrats are not regulated by the market. They have a totally different incentive structure. And as I understand it, uh, Keynesianism, to some extent, dictates that during the, uh, the, the, the times of plenty, obviously we're not in one of those right now, that government is, in, is supposed to be paying down its debt. And that yeah, it's no, supp- they're supposed to suck the money back in after, you know, after making kind of a bridge loan to mm-hmm. people who are who are fundamentally sound but are kind of in a in a in a, a debt trap they're supposed to make a bridge loan and then suck the money back so they haven't ultimately stolen the money from anyone hmm. but that's never what happened they never, never ever you know, and that's not keynesianism either yeah well yeah it's but just the natural is, outcropping you know they uh, <laughs> politicians find way to funnel the money to you know favored parties and you know and people people profit off of it and they don't they're not going to get, uh, you know, they're not going to get fired or they're not going to have to, you know, pay the losses the way a private bank would ultimately have to pay the losses. Yeah, Interesting. I, I have to agree. And that's really what it comes down to. Thanks for sharing that tonight, John. Anything else you want to comment on? Uh, no, that's it for tonight. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks call and the thoughts. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You know, uh, Mexican President Felipe Calderon says the legalization of marijuana for recreational use in two states in the U.S. limits that country's moral authority to ask other nations to combat or restrict illegal drug trafficking. This is according to the Washington Post. Calderon says the legalization of marijuana in Washington and Colorado represents a fundamental change that requires the rethinking of public policy in the entire Western Hemisphere. When he says Western Hemisphere, he really means the United States because the United States basically dictates to the other countries. The United States is the big consumer of anything that uh, might come out of your country. So that's important. It also hands out money, you know, and little gifts. It's like grandpa coming to coming into at Christmas time. It gives all the kids something nice and uh, you got to do what grandpa says. Um, and, and that's really what it all comes down to is the United States basically dictates to all these uh, countries. And by countries, I mean their governments, um, you know, the, the people of those countries rarely get any of this good stuff if the united states gives you 
a whole bunch of money to uh, build a uh, special forces wing to combat uh, drugs that you can then you know kill your citizens with or whatever if you need to. That doesn't really benefit the citizen. One one big problem that uh, the United States has with relations uh, with other countries, as far as the federal government is concerned, is the system of federalism that exents, exists in the United States. Because there are fifty plus, you know, there are you know a few. Uh, non-states like Puerto Rico and the Northern Mariana Islands, but there are these 50-plus governments that have their own rules, and the federal government itself interacts with the world, and it has its own rules, and there's nothing the federal government can do about the fact that states are decriminalizing, and it just has to live with it. And Well, they're going to probably try to sue them, I'd imagine, but I don't know. Well, they, they can't, because states are sovereign governments, and the federal government can't sue their way well, into compliance with the state. Let me ask you this, uh, Brad. I mean, so you're probably the the biggest legal expert we have on the show, so let me ask you some questions, because I've wondered these myself, and maybe you don't have the answer. Um, Brad's but, not a lawyer, but his hobby is to read the law. <laughs> right, which is probably <laughs> very strange. not what lawyers do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, lawyers lawyers have a lot more fun than I do. But, I, I, you know, I'm kind of curious on this. Now, the they to, to make alcohol illegal, they felt it necessary to modify the Constitution to, to amend the Constitution in order to make it illegal. Boy, did they learn their lesson there, because they didn't want to do that again. Right. So one would assume that in order to have that power to uh, you know make marijuana illegal, that the, the federal government would in fact have to do that too. Uh, they would have to modify the Constitution in the same way that they modified the Constitution to make alcohol illegal, that they would have had to amend the Constitution to make marijuana illegal. One would think. Now, as That's I if there were any consistency, <laughs> I would understand that marijuana isn't in fact illegal. That it's illegal to sell marijuana without a federal tax stamp. No, there there are simple possession penalties under federal law for just if you if you're smoking a joint mm-hmm. and an ATF agent happens to walk by you at Walmart, they can arrest you mm. uh, because by standing there smoking a joint, the Supreme Court says you're affecting interstate commerce. I, I gotcha, um, but is it? Does this have to do with the tax stamp or not? Is it, I, I heard I heard there no, was the, no. I, the the tax stamp was the original um, method of regulating and a pretty you know. good one. I mean, if from a from a constitutional standpoint, um, if they just create a stamp that they don't give out, that then um, and, and you are selling without the stamp, then you're not actually breaking. Then they haven't, you know done what they didn't do um, in the case of alcohol, uh, which is, you know, violate the Constitution, they've just created a stamp that they're not giving out. Well, the courts now say that the power to regulate commerce is the power to prohibit it. So, Mm. um, you know, I wouldn't object if the federal government, uh, based on the Constitution, if they were were arresting people for uh, the actual shipping across state lines, because that, to me, seems a lot more related than someone growing marijuana in their house. Uh, I think this was in New Mexico in 2005, or 2005 is when the decision came out. But what, what the courts say is because if you grow pot in your house and you smoke it, because you're smoking your own pot, you're not going out to buy it, and because you are not engaging in commerce, that is affecting the market. So it's it's all of these things that... Or it's a negative. The federal government was never supposed to have this much power. It was never supposed to have general police power. The the Commerce Clause was supposed to be about keeping states from enacting tariffs on each other, but it's what they've used to justify the entire war on drugs. Calderon, by the way, was joined on Monday by leaders of Belize, Honduras, and Costa Rica in calling for the Organization of American States to study the impact of the new laws in the U.S. 
and saying the United Nations General Assembly should hold a special session on the on prohibition of drugs, not just cannabis, but prohibition of drugs by 2015 at the latest. So interesting change of tone that you're hearing come from Mexico's uh, president, because it wasn't too long ago that, and I, I don't know if it was the same uh, Felipe Calderon or the guy Vincente before Fox. him, Vincente Fox, uh, but uh, you know, it wasn't long ago where the Mexican government was ready to lick the boot of the U.S. federal government and do whatever it is they were told to do. And now here they are saying, well, maybe we need to rethink this thing. Well, I, I can see why they would say it. I mean, you know, from, from their standpoint, well, it looks like those states have uh, enacted their right as United States, parts of the United States, to, uh, to, to, to you know, do enact their own laws. So I guess that's okay. What they don't maybe don't understand is the federal government is going to put a lot of pressure on those states, too, and it should be interesting to see what happens. As it becomes uh, more and more popular, a lot of the people who never spoke out to end prohibition are going to start coming out of the woodwork. I yeah. imagine you're right about that. 855-450-FREE. You're welcome to speak out on whatever on your mind. Take control. 1-855-450-3733. This is Free Talk Live. A science fiction comic adventure from Big Head Press. Quantum Vibe. It's year 2523. There are colonies on Venus, Mars, and Mercury. People travel in bubbles, fly at hyperspeed, with brain implants and artificial gravity. A scientific genius and his clever assistant set out on an adventure through the solar system on a secret mission to find the key to access new frontiers and save liberty. Quantum Vibe. There's a robot girl and zany creatures made with genetically engineered features and corporate villains crave the opportunity to steal a profit from mother's ingenuity. A scientific genius and his clever assistant set out on an adventure through the solar system on a secret mission to find the key to access new frontiers and save liberty. QuantumVibe.com This is Free Talk Live. We are kicking... Kicking off the second hour of the program. Dial in toll-free, 855-450-FREE, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Still coming up here, uh, we got more secession-related stuff to talk about. Brad has been, uh, I guess, chomping at the bit to comment on this issue, so we'll get to, get to that. But, of course, your calls come first, 855-450-FREE. And also on the way, Mark, you're going to share with us a story about a man who, or someone, who has been uh, sentenced to 15 years in prison. For selling CDs or DVDs. Discs. Yeah. Discs. We will explain that story as well as more. 855-450-3733. Let's go first to Sam calling from Texas. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Sam. Hey, good evening, gentlemen. It's on your mind. So, I called in Monday and talked about The Shining and how at one level it's a horror movie, and at another level I think it's Stanley Kubrick's confession that he worked with NASA to fake the Apollo 11 mission. And you told us about a documentary on YouTube, which is about an hour and 20 minutes long, uh, and I forget the title of it, but... Uh 
what was Shining it? Code. The Shining Code. code. That's and there's right. like a version two, which is extra 20 minutes uh, on top of that. And there's uh, also a thread on uh, the Free Talk Live's uh, Facebook page about this. I was uh, I was at the Keen Activity Center, and Marcus, who is uh, the one-man rock band, was there. He said uh, that he pulled up the video, and he knew he was going to get sucked into it, and he did. He watched the entire—he <laughs> thought he, he thought he could stop after five minutes. He said it sucked him in uh, for the, the entire hour and 20 minutes. Okay, well, and I wanted to give some feedback on the discussion that that generated. But other people were well saying as, you're totally wasting their time, Sam. Well, and I also wanted to take a completely different approach to tell you, Ian, or to answer your question as to why is any of this relevant. So um, in that Facebook post, you know, there were about a dozen comments, not one person addressed why NASA would give this multi-million dollar lens to a film director that they had no official relationship with. It seems like only one person even bothered to listen to the segment that they were commenting on, and only one person that commented actually watched about 2% of the Shire, of the Shining Code before saying that it was crap and, and uh, you know, it was all just uh, worthless. Um, they labeled me a nut job. They said that I am uh, out there, that I've lost my mind. And I want to draw a parallel because when you guys have listeners that hear something on Free Talk Live that challenges their belief system and they call in and they don't address the points that you're making but instead engage in personal attacks and name-calling and character assassination, what do you call that? Ad hominem. Or... I, Cognitive dissonance, maybe. Uh, yeah, I think that um, that's the, the reaction has to do with the, the cognitive distance at times. Yeah, sure. And so I think there is a significant portion within the liberty movement that is suffering from cognitive dissonance when it comes to some of these topics. And it, you know, it's sad because when I was leaving New Hampshire, I was first uh, learning about some of this stuff and started talking about it. And people were coming out of the woodwork that I had known for the entire two years there and telling me stories about their, you know, unusual, extraordinary events that had happened to them. And they were afraid to talk about it because they feared being attacked by the so-called liberty community. Um, And, you know, it's ironic because we have this liberty community that holds beliefs about government, about society that differ from the mainstream. And I'm on here sharing ideas about, uh, you know, the solar system, physics, the official government story that also differ from the mainstream, and I'm being attacked for it. And so uh, it doesn't matter to me if you call it the law of attraction or the golden rule, but, you know, you're not going to receive what you're unwilling to give. In other words, if you don't want to listen to somebody else's ideas that differ from your own, why would you expect anyone else to listen to what you have to say if it differs from what they believe? And I think as one of the prominent voices in the liberty movement, Ian, that, um, that uh, reflects poorly on you specifically, and I hope that gives you something to think about and consider. How does that reflect poorly on me? I didn't get into a tiff with you on Facebook. Well, just the way that you approach I think that as the host of Free Talk Live, you attract an audience that sort of um, resonates with your belief systems. Now, you've come leaps and bounds from where you were five years ago when I used to 
you know, talk to you about this stuff off the air. But at the same time, I think there's still some resistance, and that shows up when you guys are out there sharing your ideas with the masses. You're actually creating the resistance by holding that same animosity for others that have ideas that you may disagree with. I don't with. have animosity uh, for them, Sam. I just don't find value in spending, you know, oodles and oodles of time on them. I mean, I know the, the rabbit hole. I've been down it before, and, uh, and it, it is something that is a real-time sink. Uh, and I find that a lot of the conspiracy theory callers on this show – you know, are positing things that don't really have an effect on the way we're doing things or what, you know, could it make our world better? Most of it's based in fear. Uh, most of it's based in, you know, trying to freak people out and get them to be frightened about, you know, the government that is, you know, can control you and they'll chemically spray you. And, right. you know, they're they're trying to mind warp you and they're poisoning you. See, and I that- think it's it's absolutely true that um, that there, that there's a tension in the liberty community over uh, the idea of, of what the what we'll call conspiracy theory. I absolutely agree with that. But I don't think that rests on Ian's shoulders. Well, no, and I think that it's important to, you know, I agree with you that your question is a good question about, well, you know, if you won't listen to so-and-so, why can you expect other people to Agreed. listen to you? And the idea, I think that my answer to that is that hopefully with the ideas of liberty and communicating those, we can show people that, hey, these will make your life better. These ideas will improve the world around you. These, you know, ideas have real value. Whereas sharing with somebody a conspiracy theory about 9-11 or about, you know, chemtrails or, you know, the moon harp in this case. or the moon, it, you know, it doesn't really purport to make anyone's life better. It turns a lot of people off, too. I mean, th- the, there's a lot of things that I think have substantial uh, weight to them, especially this. I, I looked this thing over, Sam, and I think there's just way too many coincidences. Wait, wait, you looked over what? The um the, the website that uh, Sam Sam gave for the uh, Shining Code. Oh, the Shining Code. Okay, right, and I mean it's it, a YouTube video, though. right? Yeah. Right, and well, there's a website Shining oh, okay. Code, and there's oh, just I haven't even seen that. There's just way too many things all in a row for it to be a coincidence, in my opinion. But I mean, I don't see why it's a turn off to you, Ian. Uh, personally, I mean. And I also think it's interesting about the Shining Code and what you said, Sam, is you're not claiming that the moon landing didn't occur. You're just claiming that the video from the moon landing is faked. And I think that that's interesting. It's plausible. I mean, it it is. And that's what I said before. But I think you would agree that it really wouldn't matter if it was. Right, Sam? Right. And really, the the other point that I want to make is exactly what you guys are talking about. Why is this relevant? Why should it matter? Why should we care about it? And it the way that it ties in with the Shining Code and the Apollo 11 missions is this. If they didn't um, go in the uh, Saturn V rocket because of, uh, you know, the capacity and so forth, it, it, that's all, if you've watched the Shining Code, you'd understand what I'm talking about. Sure. Then it, it begs the question, well, how did they get there and what did they use? And, you know, if you look at the research or the work of, Nassam Harriman or the life of Tesla and a handful of other uh, researchers and whistleblowers that have come out over the years, you might come to the same conclusion that I have, that whatever they used to get there likely used a propulsion system that's based on free energy, which means that there are elements within the government that are hiding this technology back from mankind. You know, I just had this conversation uh, the other day, Sam, and I have to disagree. I mean, Tesla's stuff isn't hidden. 
I mean, you know, he he there there are diagrams and schematics for for his stuff out there, and I it just find it very difficult to imagine for a second when you're talking about a a planet with seven billion people on it or something close to that that somebody if Tesla can create this somebody else can create the free energy machine too. I think so, that this is just some idea he had that never came to fruition. Sam, stand by. I'm going to bring you back here in a moment. Eight five five four fifty free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. We've got somebody on the line that wants to talk about. Uh, I'm not sure if he wants to talk to Sam. So we're going to find that out here in a moment. Eight five five four fifty free. You can take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. want to move to the free state and you're looking for some real estate well i know a guy who's really great it's the realtor mark warden do you want a home with 20 acres a lakeside cabin any takers for renters buyers and sellers too mark warden is the guy for you porcupinerealestate.com This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free, 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that we give to you. They are all there free for you, and those include our streams. You can go and listen live. Uh, and listen anytime. If it's in the middle of the night, you want to hear the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Our streams have them for you. Go to listen.freetalklive.com to find them and get tuned in. That's listen.freetalklive.com. And there are also a number of other ways that you you can listen to the show, including, excuse me, including uh, XM Satellite Radio, where we're heard all seven nights per week. Our radio stations, where we've got over 110 stations coast to coast that air the show on FM and AM. You can get a list of those over at listen.freetalklive.com. There's our webcam. And the Listen Lines, as well as our KU Band free-to-air satellite channel in North America. So go to listen.freetalklive.com to learn more. Uh, this phone lines are brought to you by SACL CAI. SACL CAI is a company that handles accounts receivable. If you have a company and accounts receivable has become a task that you don't wish to, to handle any longer, SACL CAI is going to do a great job for you. The principal over there, Jason Osborne, has been a supporter of Free Talk Live for a very long time. I've been to their offices and, uh, you know, you can trust SACL CAI with your business. They uh, have the best equipment money can buy, and so that your you know so that your business is handled as efficiently as possible. They in fact record every call that they make, so that you can go back and listen to uh, their uh, accounts executives speaking to your clients. It's SACL CAI. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page. SACL CAI. Let's bring Sam back. He is uh, back listening in Texas. And Sam, you were in the middle of a thought when our break came up, so go ahead. Yeah, I, I just wanted to respond to what Mark was saying about te- uh, Tesla. And yes, Mark, there are his patents that are out there. But, uh, you know, were you aware that after he passed away, some government agency came in and cleaned out his lab and took that all away? or the fact that uh, he was working on some kind of resonance field and he created a earthquake that almost brought down the building that he was in, or his relationship with um, oh, Chase uh, Bank, uh, the uh, J.P. Morgan, uh, to create these towers that would not only provide free energy via these longitudinal waves that he described, but also a defense perimeter around the uh, United States that could 
take down enemy aircraft and would also provide a communications network and so on and so forth. I've heard a lot of claims about Tesla, and what my claim is is that there's enough information out there on the Internet. I mean, this was one thing, you know, 20 years ago, back in the 90s when uh, we didn't really have, or, you know, the 80s, back when we didn't really have the Internet and um, information didn't move back and forth in the same way. But now people have access. You know, a seventh grader can have access to all the information about Tesla that there is out there, and there's a lot. That he's uh, of things he's created, and I would claim that Tesla, although a genius, is not the only genius. There are many, many geniuses. If geniuses are two percent of the population, and that's my understanding of the numbers, and you just start doing the math, there's seven billion people on the planet. You're talking about a lot of geniuses. Obviously, they'd have to be a genius in the area of electronics. I hear there's 17 areas of uh, intelligence, according to the Harvard Law School or Harvard, uh, some Harvard school that has studied this. And I tend to believe them. There may even be more than that. But when you start doing the math, you're talking about there's already genius upon genius upon genius working in the you know, whatever field it is that you would call this uh, engineering field. And I would assume that they would have recreated what Tesla was able to do 100 years ago with copper wires and stuff now that they have just significantly better technology. Well, and you're making a good point. And my rebuttal to that would be, well, if we have all these geniuses out there, Where's the follow-on to Einstein? I mean, it's been decades since he's left us, and nobody has really stepped up and filled his shoes until, I think, Nassam Harriman uh, with his, some of his theories and so forth that are very groundbreaking. And at the same time, we have a government who is funding through grants and so forth all of this research and scientific programs, and you know how that goes from all the you know, the the strings that come attached to government money, they want you to look at what they want you to look at. And if you come up with findings that differ from them, oh, sorry, we're not going to be able to fund you mm, any longer. Sure. I, I got you. And, but, but, you know, with the Internet, the, you know, somebody could do this in their spare time. That's essentially what Tesla did. I and, mean, you know, he, he had enough money that he was able to do these things and, and you know, did it without government funding. And, and I would contend that there's a lot of people out there that could do that now. And that is what's happening. There are three technologies that there's a very famous skeptic in the um, uh, free energy world. The guy's name is an Australian named Mark Dance. And, I mean, he is tough. He, like, tears things apart. And he has actually come out and said that, yes, there are these three devices. One's a guy in Oklahoma who's created water tanks and using air bladder and uh, air bladders and buoyancy He's able to get more energy out of the mechanical motion than goes into compressing the air. Interesting. There's another one where they use semiconductors uh, that just seem to, he even admits, are pulling energy from the vacuum. Now, those are cool ideas, right? right? Like bringing something like that to the table. Hey, there's this possible new development out into the future that could create free energy. Check this out uh, is something useful, I think, for a listening audience, whereas focusing on the government's Tesla's plans is I I can't do anything about that. Right. Sam, have you ever seen the movie Chain Reaction? Um, I I have. Yes, that's that's what I think of. I mean, you're basically describing limitless energy, right? 
Absolutely, yeah. Oh, I believe and this is going to happen, Sam. I believe that we're going to have some technology. If it's only built upon solar systems and, uh, you know, these uh, these uh, little uh, 3D printers, I mean, if you, in 20 years, if a 3D printer can create a super-efficient solar panel, then, and a 3D printer can create a 3D printer, then you have unlimited energy and you have unlimited anything. Sam, as always, hey, thanks thanks for the call, man. I do appreciate okay. hearing from you tonight. Let's go to David in Los Angeles. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, David. Hey, thanks for taking the call. Go ahead, hey, sir. Uh, yeah, it's not important that I actually talk to Sam, but just to, to, to mention on a couple of things there. You know, the first thing about the... Um, um, about the, the the moon landing uh, footage being faked, uh, you guys are aware of uh, of James Corbett with the Corbett Report. Uh, that guy from no Japan. He he broadcast a blog, uh, uh, also a YouTube uh, video blog from. Japan. I've read the name on the internet. Oh, great! Well, James Corbett has uh, a a really nice little documentary that he did. He included some of the. Uh, that uh, shining code into it, and there's also he found this freaky uh, parody, uh, like a joke documentary. And I don't, I think the link is probably on his YouTube video, but uh, it actually included Stanley Kubrick's wife, and that was the freaky thing about it. She's 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 kind of jokingly, the thing was made to like basically poke fun at the people who think it was faked, obviously. But uh, but she comes on and says, "You sure the NASA." Approached Stanley, and he was he was honored. He was honored to to be chosen to to possibly film the moon landing uh, footage. If in case, just in case something went wrong, she you know they were claiming that they were totally ready to do it. <clears throat> but I don't know if they claim that they actually did it. But it's a pretty cool documentary, and it's uh, I'd never seen any of this stuff before. I'd never heard about the the Shining Code until I saw this, and I haven't seen the whole thing. And but what's it called? The documentary on your on your. Um, <clears throat> On your free energy. All right, stand by. We can bring it back here in a moment. 855-450-FREE. Free energy. Now, that's something I'd like to see happen. And uh, the sooner the better. 1-855-450-FREE. It's Free Talk Live. You can take control. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live, bring up whatever you want. Toll free, 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. Here tonight, it's Ian. And Bradley. And Mark. Don't forget to join us online at freetalklive.com, where you'll find a lot of features, including the mobile site for those of you with a smartphone. And uh, you want to listen maybe into our streams, you just go to m.freetalklive.com. You'll find links to the broadband the mid-band and the narrow-band versions of our streams. Different size uh, bit rates will fit different internet connection speeds. Go to m.freetalklive.com and you can get connected that way. It's all free. If you're looking for camping, hunting, survival, or shooting gear, well, actually, it's uh, hunting season in some places around the United States, so, you know, 
a lot of people looking for that kind of gear. ManVentureOutpost.com carries the name brands you want at the lowest prices on ammunition, knives, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, tactical flashlights, fish finders, optics, firearm accessories, archery, air guns, holsters, water purification, tents, apparel, and boating equipment. They've got their family-owned, members in good standing of the Better Business Bureau. And again, like I said, the lowest prices. Go check for yourself. It's manventureoutpost.com. You can get it quick. Get it from manventureoutpost.com. Uh, we lost, I think it was David, that uh, had been put on hold there. He had some more thoughts. And if it was a if it was a technical disconnection, you're always welcome to call back. Uh, normally, it's a one call per night rule. But if there's some sort of phone issue, you're welcome to call back. 855-450-FREE. And we'll continue with you and your thoughts here. But just a, an insertion regarding what Sam was uh, talking about before. His suggestion was that, you know, if you don't listen to people that are talking about things that you don't find interesting, that that reflects poorly on you because how could you expect someone to listen to what you want to talk to them about? And that we would attract a certain type of audience to this show because of the way that we behave on the air. And I think that that's true. We will attract a certain type of audience to the show. And the kind of audience... I want to say the reality, though, is is that people are always not going to listen to something that's interesting. Always. And I don't care what you're doing um, to attract that. People will always not listen to what does not interest them. Right. Uh, And I think that, you know, on the air here on Free Talk Live, we're different than most shows. Most shows... If you're calling about Stanley Kubrick um, allegedly creating the moon landing video, then you will not make it through the phone screener. Just not going to make it through. Right. It's not that they won't listen to you. It's that you'll never get a chance to have said it. Yeah. And so we'll listen uh, to whatever you know theory or topic or issue it is that you have. But we're not obligated to listen for a half an hour. Or to listen for you know uh, you know more than a segment or something like that. We're we're only obligated to listen for as long as it's interesting to us. Because if I'm not interested in my own show, how can I expect anyone else to be interested in it? And so you'll get listened to, but we're also going to ask questions because asking questions is a hallmark of a good listener. Uh, because if you just sit, if Mark, if you're talking to me and I'm just going, uh huh, mm hmm, mm hmm, oh yeah, mm, tell me more, uh huh, yo really then that's kind of patronizing and I'm not really listening to you because I'm busy doing something else with my mind at the time when you're saying those things to me. But if I'm asking you, well, wait a minute, when you said this, did you mean this and this and this? Or I underst- what I just understood you say was X, Y, and Z, just kind of talking back and, and responding back with what I understood of what you said shows that I've been listening or asking a question to clarify shows that I'm at least interested in uh, having you explain better or tell me more about the subject. But when... People call in with the same old conspiracy theories about 9-11, Harp in Alaska, the chemtrails. You know, those are probably three of the most popular that we uh, we get on the show. Can you all think of any other, other off the top of your head? That's Those sound like JFK. JFK, yeah, yeah, here and there, JFK call. Those are three of the, the, you know, the more popular ones over the years. Oh, oh there's also the, uh, you know, like the court conspiracy theories uh, you know the court magic words yeah. conspiracies oh if you write your name in all capital letters and uh, you refer to you know there's all kinds of different ones there but whatever it is if we've heard it before 
then we've heard it before. And what new element can you really bring to the table besides, I saw some airplanes in the air today and they were spraying something out the back that we're being sprayed with chemicals. Uh, I, you know, it's old. It's old. And, the, you know, it's nothing we haven't heard before and it's nothing our audience that's been listening for a while hasn't heard before. And the other thing is, if we, if we pander to that, then we'll get more of it. And I don't know about you guys, but that's not the show I want to do. They, you don't have to do it because somebody is already doing that show. Right. And, and uh, you know, I've another thing is, is you get what you give um, in this situation. And I've got to say that what my experience is with people that believe in conspiracy theories is that, uh, you know, often they have no room for someone who may disagree with their uh, the, their ideas, like they just no room for it, and it often get they often get upset and and you know when when you disagree, mm-hmm. and I, you know well because you seem so open minded, it tends to that tends to build upon itself. You know, you you get upset, they get upset. You know, it just it just goes back and forth. Uh, you know, and I just I find it frustrating, frankly. Um, you know, I mean. The Christians aren't this evangelical. Mm. Jehovah's Witnesses don't spend this kind of time calling in and talking about this stuff. Good point. And you know, by the way, what's on the line there is my eternal soul. What's on the line in a lot of these cases is nothing. Well, you seem like an open-minded kind of guy, Mark, and obviously you get the ideas of liberty, and we seem that way on this show, and so maybe they think like, oh, we can, you know, they'll listen, and they'll consider, and they'll realize they are wrong about these things, and they really are spraying chemicals, and they really are aliens that are disguised as humans uh, living among us, and there really were hologrammatic uh, airplanes that fa- flashed through the uh, the World Trade Center on 9. I mean, there's all kinds of these theories out there. It's just none and- of them can be proven. Right, and sometimes even if you can prove it, like let's say that this this code film, this you can uh, prove the JFK thing. I mean, to to some extent, people have shown that uh, you know a deathbed confessions, and there's been all kinds of evidence, but it doesn't amount to anything. Right. What what is going to happen with nine eleven? If that it is in fact shown that uh, there are that, that it was done by it was an inside job or whatever, it won't be shown for thirty years. Yeah, and, and by, by that time, time, George Bush will be dead. No and, one will care. And even if they do end up exposing the truth, there they're not going to bring those guys up on charges. They're nope. not going to put themselves. You know, they're not going to put. What are they going to do? The- wheel Dick Cheney out in his iron lung, <laughs> uh, like they did with Demyanyak, um uh, out in Israel? I mean, it just it's it's pointless. I mean, think about it for a second. Here's another one that's. Let's talk about uh, Damyanyak. I can't remember what his first name is, uh, but I can always remember that last name. And they took this 98-year-old man or something like that. They extradited him from Ohio so, to— Who is this, like uh, an old guard in the Nazi— Yeah, he was like the, the butcher They took his citizenship away, Dachau didn't they? Or something. Something. I, who knows? I mean, I don't even know what happened. Um, and most Americans just don't care. Well, that'll stop all the future tyranny from happening, right? If we punish Damnanyak, that'll stop every dictator from around the world for st- from starting their own prison camps it's and just, torturing people. It seems ludicrous, but they go went after this guy. They, you know, give, you're giving a life sentence. You're, you're just going to kill him because he doesn't have good medical care. That's yeah. all. The um, the U.S. Justice Department actually has its own um, division that all it does is go after former Nazis. Nazis. That's all it does. Wow. Yeah. At this point, how old are the former Nazis? Yeah, that's that's a good one to cut. The when will they on. shut that thing down? Right. 
855-450 free. So, you know, it's not that I don't I'm not willing to listen. I am, but once I know I've heard it before, I'm not going to listen to it for the 20th time. And uh, you know, we'll ask questions, we'll have a conversation with that person, but usually the questions will be, "Hey, look, why does this matter? Why should any of our listeners really care about this particular issue? Why? Oh, well, it proves the government's bad. Well, we got all kinds of stories that prove the government is bad, and no one has to go out on a limb to Tangible. believe it. Right. We've got a story tonight uh, about, uh, you know, that, well, of course, we talked about them trying to take a guy's garden from him, but also there's a Minnesota cop blocker who's been arrested for taking a photograph of the police arresting somebody. Photos there. The story's real. We can prove this story exists. We don't have to speculate. We don't have to ask anybody for a leap of faith. 855-450-FREE. Plus, if you if you are consistently tolerant and accepting and inviting toward conspiracy theory, you turn into a conspiracy show. And that's not the point or the purpose of this program. 855-450-FREE. You can bring up anything. The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com. Three, give five bucks a month to the AMP program. You like your friends. You like Free Talk Live. Like your friends enough to share something you like with them. Help Free Talk Live get into more ears. Podcast listeners are the most important area of growth for Free Talk Live. Please share one episode a week on Facebook. Free Talk Live, toll-free number tonight for you, 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and you can join us online at freetalklive.com. With you in the studio, it's Ian. And Bradley. And Mark. Hey, join us online over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy all the features that we share with you, and if you like the show and want to help support Free Talk Live, go to promote.freetalklive.com. There you will find... You, um, you will find tools. You will find the free bumper sticker that we mentioned earlier uh, that had the instructions on how to get one of those. Uh, you'll also find a number of other things like uh, flyers you can print out, web graphics for you to download, high-res graphics that you can use to make whatever it is you want with our logo on it. Head over to promote.freetalklive.com. So we go back to the phones and the fun. Let's go to Bill listening to WPBQ in Jackson, Mississippi. Hey, Bill. Hi, guys. Hey, what's on uh, your mind? I just listened to the uh, conversation on uh, Tesla. And, of course, there's been a a good bit of embellishment over the years as to what Tesla actually did. However, there's still something that has not been totally revealed, and Einstein himself studied some of the the work and uh, over several months, and he finally came out and said, well, that's way over my head. Hmm. And, of course, this continues in in the current day because Joseph Newman, you you can Google that, his name, he came from Loosedale, Mississippi, with an energy-producing machine, and he's demonstrated several times uh, to uh, the National Press Club in Washington on one occasion and several other uh, news conferences, and he's been heckled by some of the uh, you know the powers that be, and uh, specifically, it's been covered up, and of course, he's not the only one, but there's something there that has not been released and allowed to come forth, and I, I know that there is something that we we will see in our lifetime. That that's my feeling. You know, I think it's a I think it's a great thing. I'd love to see, see this quote from uh, Einstein. I'm going to go ahead and look that up. But whether it's Tesla or whether it's one of the, whether it's one of his designs or one of these uh, new designs that Sam was telling us about earlier, because there are a number of people that are independently of one another's, you know, secure trying to uh, lock down this technology, trying to create it. 
uh, to make it work, to prove to the world that it's possible. So I, th- I think you're right. I mean, certainly we are going to see something really exciting in the realm of personal energy creation to where none of us will have to rely on a power grid anymore. I mean, that's an exciting concept. Yes, and, and uh, it, it, it continues to abound in one way or another. And it's it's not just a, a you know a, a mystic thing that that uh, is just out there. I mean, there is something solid to it. Bill, thanks for your That's call and thoughts tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. Let's go to Aaron, listening in Indy to WXNT. Aaron, you're on Free Talk Live. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm kind of nervous here, so just bear with me. I'm going to want to take more than a couple of your minutes, but I heard your last segment, and I was wondering when you say you know, you might be uh, distracted by doing other things. Why you got a boring call on or something? Now, I'm not. This is me, but if someone like a friend of mine was to call into a 900 number, you saying that lady's really not paying attention to me? I mean, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you call a 900 line, she should pay attention to you uh, because they're the game on a 900 number is to get you to stay on the line as long as possible. But she so, doesn't love you. It's probably some old buck-toothed woman that's 55 years old with a gut. Yeah, that's probably true, but it doesn't matter. And a nice voice. Allegedly. The reason why men call those phone lines is because they want someone to talk to. Uh, and they can imagine whatever they want about how she looks, but ultimately it's a lonely guy. Uh, the same same with the guy that goes into a strip club. They want to have someone and you know hires a girl for a dance or or to sit. Or some of them well, will just pay them to sit at a table. As long as I got a microphone in my hand, I'll never be that lonely. I, I just Very good, that sir. <laughs> hey, you know, um, well, well, second of all, I was willing to talk. About 30 to 45 minutes about the mating of the wildebeest, so that's down the drain, too. So uh, I'll just talk a little about this here being godly thing. It's, so, it's 1,512 days till the next uh, president will be inaugurated. Message to the Republicans, just slow down, you know, pace yourself. M- McCain, Lindsey, pace yourself. It's just been one week. Don't try to pile on the president all, everything in one week. I'm wondering where was this here outrage and patriotic outrage and stuff when they had Condoleezza Rice set up there and tell us a mushroom cloud was coming our way, you know? I, I don't remember them doing that. I, I don't remember them doing that when uh, 200 of our soldiers was killed in a barracks in Lebanon. I don't remember them calling nobody or raking them traitors. You know, this has got to stop. You got people wanting to succeed and everything. I mean, that was starting the lines that are usually part for me. But other than that, it's really ignorant. You know, and, I'm just, uh, and then you hear people like Romney sitting in front of his uh, doing this teleconference just the other day. Now, Where I don't pay any learn? attention to the Republicans and Democrats and what they talk about. So I'm just going to, you know, I'm, I'm having to take your word for it. I, I presume that this is, I've, I've heard a little bit on talk radio here and there. Like I guess there's a lot of criticism around how Obama, uh, you Calls know, handled from this, handled something yeah. with the Benghazi situation. Happened. I mean, nothing's perfect out here. You know, you're going by evidence, and now they're going after the UN ambassador because she was going by what somebody told her. This is just another trick to trade. But I want the last thing I want to talk about is uh, I just love how uh, I want to connect with one last thing here. Just bear with me. I love how some of these here talk show hosts, and I hope it's not you guys. I haven't had no evidence that it is. But uh, a lot of them like to say, I was the first one to tell you for the last 10 years, no one else warned you but me. <laughs> and I hear the same thing from 
<laughs> of course. And for, the, and for the ladies out there that's got someone over there in one of these here godforsaken wars, I know you told me to leave my information, which is before, and I will. But uh, we got a brand new <laughs> coming out called uh, Bring Them Home. And I just want to give you one verse of it. Is that okay? Go right ahead. Just real quick. It's Go ahead, uh, Jody. Three o'clock in the three o'clock in the morning. A knock at the door. My tears already flowing as my heart hits the floor. Just one look in his eyes. He didn't have to say a word. I was not surprised by from what I heard. Now that I know that my husband's gone, I want you to go and bring him home. That's a tease from the song called Bring Him Home. And uh, I'll leave some information with you guys that where we can let some of the military wives and mothers and daughters out there get hold of this here single. Aaron, right. uh, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Sad. Let's continue on. David's listening in, in uh, Mark and I's hometown of Sarasota, Florida, listening to WSRQ. Hey, David. Hello? You're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, a, a couple things. Uh, uh, why do you think that every law that Congress is passing nowadays is to basically suppress the American people, like the NDAA and... Uh, and things like that. Well, how do you define nowadays? I mean, do you mean like within the last 20 or 30 years? Yeah, pretty much since the Patriot Act. <laughs> I, I, I think that it's certainly ramped up since then, but I think they've kind of run out of, uh, you know, to laws that they can pass that actually have victims. Um, you know, they, they've pretty much refined those. So at this point, it's all about, uh, uh, you know, getting in your business and, you know, malum prohibitum laws, things like that. Who do you think is uh, behind Congress making those laws? Because it it certainly seems like your typical congressman is not uh, going to go and care about uh, arresting a person under the guise of being a terrorist. When you know most people in the know know that terrorism is is pretty much a fake scam used to uh, you know force these new laws upon us. I would say but, that um, uh, probably they're being lobbied by um, law enforcement groups in in those cases. And you're talking if you're talking about the Patriot Act and that kind of thing. Law enforcement uh, officials, of course, want to have more power in order to be able to uh, enforce, you know, in order in order to catch the bad guys. Well, and politicians want to look like they can do something to affect uh, the world. They want to look important. They want to look like they're tough on crime. They want you to respect them and their office and the and the government. And so, you know, they have an incentive to increase the authority and the strength and uh, the intrusiveness and expense of the government because it benefits them in the long run. They get to get pay raises and uh, get connections with you know politically connected corporations where they can get a job after they leave uh, the you know the government. By the way, I heard Ron Paul didn't take his uh, pension. By the way, for the House of Representatives, so there's only one guy up there that really does it a little bit different. I really wouldn't put a, a politician in the same category as the average person who might be you know realize certain things about terrorism they they have no incentive to realize those things i think there's a lot of politicians though that just like your average person who isn't too in tune to the things that are happening in the world i think there's a lot of politicians who are very easily manipulated by their party by uh special interests to to pass some of these laws that that are so restrictive and it doesn't necessarily make them a bad person. It just means they're not doing their job, and through their ignorance, they're doing bad things. I think that uh, I think it's the opposite. I think that the law enforcement is the, the bottom of the ladder, and these laws are being passed down 
uh, you know, they're having uh, federal agents now working with local law enforcement, which you know, never happened before. And, and it's been like that for a long time. David, I don't know if you want to continue this discussion. You're welcome to hang through the news. We'll bring it back. 855-450-FREE. Also, you can take control of the airwaves. Hour 3 is next. Free Talk Live. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up what you want toll-free at 855-450-FREE. The SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Join us online. Head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the features we uh, share with you there. Once again, freetalklive.com. As we launch into the third hour, it's Ian here. And Bradley. And Mark. All right. Coming up here, we still got the guy sentenced to 15 years in prison for selling some discs, apparently. We'll explain more about what was on them. Uh, Brad wants to talk secession, and we'll take your calls about what you want. 855-453, that number brought to you by SACL CAI. Let's go back to David. He's listening to WSRQ in Sarasota, Florida, which is where we got our start a decade ago. Uh, David, go ahead with your thoughts. Uh, Yeah, um, and I guess my other thing is uh, uh, it seems to me that the main thing, all these things about Obama and Romney, uh, I was. I heard you. Uh, you you telling that guy previous to me. Uh, you don't really pay attention to Republican or Democrat, and 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 that's because it seems to me that they're both controlled by the same people, and they're pretty much the same. Uh, yeah, yeah. Who are and, these people? Uh, well, I've got my theories, and maybe I should run them by you. Uh, uh, I think it is the uh, the international bankers and the Federal Reserve. Certainly, and, whoever uh, whoever wins the election, uh, you know, Goldman Sachs wins too because they contribute money to both sides. How come a uh, audit the Fed bill? I mean, I, I would assume the Federal Reserve would not want to be audited. Um, certainly not the way Ron Paul wanted it audited. How do, how come it passed the House uh, two years ago? Because uh, because Ron Paul was pushing it, and I think there was a lot of uh, grassroots support for it. So they're not controlled. So the so these politicians might be influenced by rich banking organizations, but they're not controlled. Yeah, I, yeah, that's that's a okay, a fair statement. All right, uh, but Harry Reid is running the Congress, and so he's pretty much going to try and kill it. So, uh, some are more con- more more influenced than others. I'll give you that. Yeah, uh, I mean he's totally blatant uh, as far as I'm concerned. But the bottom line is. If everybody knows that the Federal Reserve is a total scam, I mean, that we can print, in fact, it's in the Constitution that we're supposed to print our own money, and we've delegated that to the Federal Reserve, and we're borrowing money at it. When you say we, do you mean the federal government? And where in the Constitution? And and where does the federal government, um, where in the Constitution does the federal government say it's supposed to print its own money? It's uh, It's supposed to mint its own coins? Yeah, it's supposed to coin its own uh, currency. 
and uh, it's not supposed to be paper, it's supposed to be gold and silver. And uh, they've delegated that to the Federal Reserve, and the Federal Reserve, I mean, everyone by now knows how the Federal Reserve was formed in secrecy and... and uh, I don't think they do. You know. I think that uh, the Federal Reserve is uh, is still largely a secret for most Americans. They don't have any idea um, that the dollar bills they're holding in their pocket are Federal Reserve notes and what the distinction between the Federal Reserve and the United States government is. I don't think they have any clue. Well, there's a, a great uh, video that I saw a long time ago, like five years ago, called The Money Masters. Have you guys ever heard of that? I've heard of it. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things I about it. I think I've seen Money Masters, yeah. Oh, my God. It, it's fantastic. But anyway. They talk the, about how money is created Federal through your signature, uh, that, you know, basically you're creating money from thin air, the fractional reserve banking system, that sort of thing. Exactly. And yeah. it was all pretty much, uh, you know, started by the Bank of England, and then the Rothschilds took over the Bank of England, and Federal Reserve is basically one of their, you know, they invented central banking, and, and, and they're the ones that are still benefiting from it. Yep, and, and one of the things uh, I, could, I would say is I agree with you that the Federal Reserve needs to go, but I don't think it should be replaced by the state. Uh, the, you know, that's not going to really help very much uh, at all. But yeah. what I we mean, should... if we give away the power to print money, uh, take it away from uh, central bankers and give it to politicians, I don't think we'll be any better off. No, I think that the only solution for monetary freedom is, well, the freedom to create your own currency right. and I don't trust market the federal, it. And- I don't trust the federal government to have a value-backed currency because they'll fiddle with that. I mean, in Rome, in ancient Rome, they would clip a piece of the coin out and then require you to take it as a full ounce. And uh, that's, you know, it just doesn't seem... It doesn't seem like the governments are ever going to be controlled in that area. Good call, David. Appreciate your thoughts, sir. Thanks for making it tonight. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. I was just going to say that I'm surprised that more people haven't asked themselves, why is it that the law prohibits the Federal Reserve from being audited? Like, if if what it was doing was so righteous, you know, and, and so... Yeah, why wouldn't w- they want to be audited? You know, maintaining monetary stability is what uh, the claim is that the Federal Reserve is supposed to do, but... Why is it that there can't be public accountability like most other things in well, like the Liberty I, Dollar, uh, the, you know, a lot of gov- things in government are not accountable publicly. It's but, because well, the people that vote don't hold them accountable. That you know, How the, can the, you? Well, hold on just a second. Uh, because the vast majority of people who choose to vote are completely ignorant. Um, when they go and they vote for president uh, you know, once every four years, adding legitimacy to the process and, and all these things, they go in there, they say, I like this guy, I like that. My mommy said that he was a good one. I like mm. his hair. Um, He's I'm, got a D next to his you name. You know, my grandpa was a Republican or, you know, whatever the re- stupid reason that they choose to vote. I'd say about half of them have no clue what's going on. And, you know, to get in there and cast a, a ballot, it gives them free reign. When, you, when, uh, when you've got a bunch of people who are ignorant canceling out the people who are informed, then you're never going to have any kind of uh, How is voting process. going to have the politicians hold themselves accountable? There's some level of accountability to voting. It's a terrible, terrible <laughs> system, but some level. If you vote for one scumbag versus another, how does that uh, you know well, hold anyone accountable? The the idea is is that you would have fewer scumbags in the. Th- oh, would- I see what you're saying. So you're saying that if more people paid attention and knew something about right. the system in, around in the them, that they'd have world, better candidates. In the magic world where people paid attention and didn't vote when they were ignorant, which that is obviously never going to happen then you would have better candidates. This is why I believe in theory democracy doesn't work. I don't know if you would have better candidates. I don't know I don't case. either. We'll never find you that. You just world. might have better informed voters right. voting in between the they same call, crappy candidates. They call me a utopian 
because because I believe that people that we should respect uh, rights and and treat people fairly, and that uh, we you know we don't need a, a, a hierarchical central control agency to to have uh, human rights. They call me a utopian, but I say if you believe that the democratic process can possibly bring something that is good or efficient, that you're the utopian. You know, Mark, you say democracy doesn't work. I, I have to respectfully disagree. I think it does work. I just don't think it works very well because it's too easy to be manipulated by people with ill intentions. But, I mean, doesn't everybody have some ill intention? I mean, I suppose, everybody's got their agenda. I suppose, but, I mean, uh, the, the people, you know, the, I saw a funny picture on Facebook. I, I'll and, call it marginally better than an autocracy. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I saw a funny picture on Facebook that said, you know, if the government is designed to protect us from criminals, what do you do when criminals take over the government? Take over the government. And it's an incredibly difficult, uh, incredibly difficult situation to address. Right. And if criminals are running your money system, then they certainly are not going to want to be audited. Yep. Now, uh, what we one of the things I want to point about auditing is you look at the Liberty Dollar, which for many years, for about about a decade, was the country's most popular alternative currency. The federal government took them out in 2007 by raiding their vault, by raiding their central offices, arresting their staff. Bernard von Nothaus is still awaiting sentencing. He two has years. Been, wait, yeah, it has now been two years since he was found guilty by a jury of his so-called peers of counterfeiting uh, because he made an alternative currency that, by the way, looked nothing like uh, the Federal Reserve note. But nonetheless, they found him, or and his silver piece had an 800 number on it, a website. I mean, it was clearly not Federal Reserve currency. But nonetheless, they convicted him, and they have yet to sentence him two years later. What does that mean, Brad Jardis? I mean, as somebody who knows the court system at least more intimately than most people. Um, this is federal court. Well, I honestly really don't think I have an answer for that. I mean, there it could be any number of things. Do they um, have no obligation to ever sentence him? If he's found if he's found guilty by a jury and the judge just decides, you know, this guy's 69 years old, I don't think I'm going to sentence him. I think that would probably violate your right to a speedy trial, but who's going to say that you're Who wants that? Who's yeah. going to appeal that because yeah, yeah go ahead. <laughs> 855-450-FREE. Speaking of auditing, though, the Liberty Dollar had an audit. They did a regular audit of their their accounting and their uh, the amount of gold and silver they had in storage, and it was a third-party auditor that they brought in to prove to the world that they're, they were legit. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live at 855-450-FREE. The successes are piling up and proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move to New Hampshire, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, one of the busiest liberty forums in New Hampshire, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. The toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE. And that number is brought to you by SACL CAI. 1-855-450-3733. Join us online at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that we have on the site there for you. Once again, freetalklive.com. If you have missed a moment of the show, it's no problem. We've got live streams. We've got archives. 
get the webcam. In fact, if you want to watch the cam anytime, you can go to cam.freetalklive.com. Of course, if it's live show hours, you're going to see us on. But the cam operates uh, whenever we're, whether we're live or not. And if we're not live, you hear lrn.fm content at other times uh, when you're on the cam page at cam.freetalklive.com. Plus, the chat room's built right into the same page. You can chat along with other Free Talk Live listeners. So, Ian, you've been trying to uh, do some fancy stuff with uh, our with a Bitcoin wallet here recently. And, you know, the, as the uh, as Bitcoin gets more and more popular because the volume of trading goes up, every, it seems like daily, but certainly over time, the volume of trading has been increasing exponentially with Bitcoins. Uh, now um, it's uh, WordPress.com is taking Bitcoins. Well, that's a pretty big deal. It's, a, it's one of the top 25 sites. Remember when I told you a couple of months ago that uh, they were predicting that, uh, what was it, three of the top 25 sites were yep. testing, limited testing and taking Bitcoin? There's one of them, huh? Cha-ching. Okay, here it is i told you <laughs> so now you can pay for your wordpress hosting with bitcoin that's pretty cool yeah the, the uh, what was the caller's name that uh, called in and said that uh, you know talk show hosts are always uh, you know talking about the things they how predicted. right they were yeah it wasn't I, you though mark you got that information from somebody else yeah, i'm just reading crap here um anyway <laughs> if you're having trouble with the uh, the the bitcoin client I know it's big, and I know that if uh, it takes up a lot of memory, you can go get a, a wallet right at blockchain.info. It's yeah. a free online encrypted wallet that allows you to actually do some things you can't do with a regular Bitcoin wallet. You can send Bitcoins to people's email addresses, to their uh, Facebook accounts, to their uh, cell phones, anywhere around the world, virtually instantly, all for free. Bitcoins allow you to send and receive money all around the Internet for free blockchain.info i think they're going to be huge and um you know the very fact that uh, wordpress is taking them uh, has already bumped up the price a little bit well you know a lot of people the that support the concept of agorism that is working outside of the system with the intention of uh, replacing the coercive system that we have with a voluntary order um, should be huge fans of bitcoin because it is what could be the next big thing in money I mean, it, let's say that the Federal Reserve, let, let's say that, you know, sometime this year we see secession happen and uh, Texas breaks away and Vermont and New Hampshire and, you know, a bunch of states decide to, to break away. I mean, I don't, it seems unrealistic, but maybe it'll happen. Uh, let's see that. Let's say the federal government crashes and burns finally and it just can't come back. And, you know, we're all on our own. We've already got the replacement for the Federal Reserve note. Bitcoin's here. It's here now, and it is useful now, and it's only going to get more useful over time. So we won't have to create that new currency because we already have it. We can already, we're can we already using it. There's a decentralized currency that does not belong to one of these things calling themselves governments. Um, and this used to exist in the past, but now in the last several decades, the fact is, is the governments have found that they can milk the populace's uh, uh, production through fiat currencies. Mm-hmm. So there are virtually none in the world. There's now one that allow you to send and receive money virtually instantly across the uh, the globe, and you can get it for about, what, 1125 uh, uh, individually. And I'm telling you, I think they're going to be worth thousands of bitcoins uh, bitcoin is going to be worth thousands each bitcoin is going to be worth thousands of dollars that's you know that's my prediction it's prediction and it's just a prediction yeah it's just a prediction 855 i got my money writing on it i'm not just telling other people to go out and do no, it no that's true 18554503733 speaking of secession i know Brad you wanted to, to uh, comment on that particular topic uh, we'll get to this guy who's been put in prison for 15 years for selling some discs here in a bit but i know that you had some thoughts on that issue well, 
Um, with all the discussion going on since the president was reelected of dis, uh, people wanting their state to leave the United States, I wanted to talk about the practicality of what would happen if uh, that happened here in New Hampshire. Okay. Now, um, a lot of people may know when you leave or reenter the country, you deal with uh, customs and border protection. Right. Now, there's two different things that happen when you uh, when you cross an international border, and one of those is immigration, and the other is customs. Now, if New Hampshire were to leave the United States um, and declare itself a sovereign nation, it would have to uh, decide whether or not it was going to leave the... Uh, the immigration and customs reach of the federal government. And if it did, um, the federal government, I I would never in a million years believe that the federal government would allow the border between uh, itself and New Hampshire to be unprotected because that would mean that anyone from anyone anywhere in the world could bring any type of item into New Hampshire and then uh, bring that item into the United States. Mm Mm-hmm. So, so they'd have to set up border checkpoints uh, outside of New Hampshire. Right. I mean, on the border. Or Texas or whatever happens to secede. Texas has uh, all those signers for their uh, secession pact. Right. And so I guess I think a lot of people um, like the idea of uh, their state or um, wherever they may be leaving the country. But practically speaking, I mean, it is a huge deal. You know, I, I this so they is, build some extra border checkpoints. I mean, what's the big deal? I'm willing to talk about secession because I think it's an interesting topic, and I think that it gets people excited. But I think that the more practical application is nullification. Nullification isn't uh, a state deciding we don't want to do business with you anymore, United States. We want to be on our own. It's saying we don't want Obamacare or. We don't want uh, you know this thing, this government program or that government program. We just don't want to be involved. N- New Hampshire has already nullified. The fact is that the Washington nullified uh, the federal government on uh, marijuana, as did Colorado, as did Maine on uh, gay-, gay marriage, as did Maryland. I mean, there were all kinds of nullifications that went on in this last election. This is a relatively commonplace thing, and what the you know the the, the local the the citizens of the state and the state politicians need to figure out is is that hey we don't need to take this guff from Washington DC <laughs> right. if we don't want to do it they're just a few people clustered around in a bowl, whole bunch of greek revival buildings they're not important <laughs> well i mean they are important because they control the levers of government which which take your money through the income tax and then redistribute it back to the state. It'd be really interesting if the state decided that they weren't going to allow that to happen anymore. But okay, so I could see that happening a lot quicker than uh, New Hampshire or some other state telling the federal government uh, we're no longer part of you. I could see there being an incremental back backing off, but I just don't. I just couldn't see the federal government ever, you know, saying, "Okay, New Hampshire, you can remain and we're not going to take your tax dollars. But it doesn't matter what they say. If enough people in New Hampshire are fed up with the federal government or whatever state and they say to the federal government, we're leaving, what are they going to do about it? Besides roll in tanks, what can they do? You don't have to. That's not. We weren't discussing leaving. We were discussing what if New Hampshire decided that uh, its citizens didn't have to pay income tax. That's another question. But uh, New Hampshire has nothing to do with the income tax. The federal government is a sure whole, it does. It's it, a it's New a whole Hampshire, different government. New though. Hampshire has a bunch of people that are uh, there employed to protect its citizens, right? 
They they wear badges. They drive around in cars. They carry guns. <laughs> Those people could conceivably choose to arrest anybody who came to enforce that law um, in in New Hampshire. But then they would go to jail. Uh, who's going to put them there? The feds. Not if they, I mean, there's a lot of law enforcement officers in New Hampshire. <laughs> 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Your thoughts welcome. Free Talk Live. Do you have a website or product that you make available to people nationally or even internationally? Free Talk Live is heard on more than 100 radio stations and two XM channels. FTL's also been voted five times the best political podcast of the year and four times been named to Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list, the 100 most important radio programs in the country. We can do ad packages for you from as little as $500 a month on up to $3,000. I'll work with you to customize a package that will work within your budget. Contact me, Mark, at mark at freetalklive.com. Bring up anything you want, toll-free. This is Free Talk Live, 855-453-FREE, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Join us online. Head over to freetalklive.com. Lots of features are waiting for you there. You can enjoy them all, freetalklive.com. We've got the Shrine of Female Listeners, the listening options, the archives, and more, all given away to you at freetalklive.com. But it's thanks to great uh, sponsors like Strategic Survival. Right, strategicsurvival.com. It's a book that uh, you can either get in you know, whatever form you want to get the book. They've got all the, the forms of, uh, formats over there at strategicsurvival.com. But it gives you the information that you would need in whatever preparedness situation might arise. They've got all kinds of situations uh, that they address um, and they give you specifics, specifics on training, ways that you can practice so that you're um, you know, confident and experienced in ways, the products that you need to buy, the items you need to have, and real life experience uh, that they give to you, uh, that the author there, David Jones, gives to you. It's a great book. And, it, you know, it. a lot of people want to make fun of preppers. I don't, never have, because I know that it's obvious that there are certain circumstances in life where, um, you know, you've got to have these things. And like the folks in New York and New Jersey right now, you know, the preppers, they're doing fine. They've got their uh, generators and they've got their food. They're fine. Uh, it's the other folks that are scrambling around. Strategicsurvival.com. Don't be one of those folks. Strategicsurvival.com. All right. So we're going to continue with you and your thoughts. More on secession here in a moment, but let's go to Michael listening in Wisconsin. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Michael. Hello, Ian and Mark and anywhere else? Brad's here. Brad. Hello, Brad, as well. I just tuned in. Hey, um, thank you. Go ahead with I your was, thoughts. I was just calling in about the Shining Code. We talked about that earlier this uh, evening. Go ahead. Yes, and um, I am a Finland Media Studies major. Uh, it's a subgroup of the, uh, you know, studies of, of English, you know, that kind of stuff. This should and be a valuable that, career. Um, yeah, I, I and I'm, I'm actually doing my job, which is which is really nice. Um, and I will say that I'm about two thirds of the way through the movie, and I'm sorry, Sam, but I would say that only maybe a third of what I'm seeing is cited, and a lot of it's just kind of circumstantial. So, but, have yeah. you been convinced? Because Sam uh, was convinced that uh, Stanley Kubrick. Has uh, in the past had in the past been involved in faking the moon landing and recording that. Uh, you're saying that uh, not convincing. I am saying that um, there is Stanley Kubrick would be the one director in Hollywood that 
if they were to encode something in a film, it would be Stanley Kubrick. Absolutely. Like as a film studies major, absolutely. That would be Stanley Kubrick. However, I'm saying that the director of this documentary, um, doesn't cite any sources in certain base claims. Like at one point he, he says that, uh, the film of, um, you know, Jack Torrance and Jack Nicholson's character is Stanley Kubrick and the wife is Stanley Kubrick's wife. And, uh, I don't see any sort of interview or any sort of admission. Mm. Um, he's just making that up. Like the, yeah, well, it's not that he's making I wouldn't say that he's making it up. He's I drawing a conclusion. He's drawing conclusions that aren't cited, and I think that in a documentary, you kind of have to do that. And uh, in terms of just journalistic integrity, and I don't see that happening, but there are um, allusions to certain symbols or I could see the documentarian making points that could go that way, but but you have to assume certain um, kind of base arguments that he doesn't prove. Interesting. I appreciate your analysis of that. Anything else you wanted to share? Uh, no, not really. Just uh, keep up the great work. Thanks, and I Michael. just thought I'd call in. I was interested by the conversation, and I decided to sit down and start tuning in. I got about two-thirds of the way through the documentary, and I was just like, well, there are things here that could draw that way, but there are... Did you decide you just you couldn't know, get through the remaining third? It was just too unbelievable, or you just haven't gotten no, through it yet? No, I, I actually planned to, actually, to, to sit there and finish it, gotcha. but I just figured I'd call you guys while the topic was still fresh. Thanks for the call and the analysis. Appreciate hearing from you at 855-450-FREE. If, I, you, get in, if you get convinced at the end of the movie... Go ahead and let us know. I agree with him that there's quite a few things that are circumstantial, but if you have lots of th- circumstantial evidence, that's uh, proof, right? I added mean, up together, it's I mean, considered uh, proof in a in a court of law. Circumstantial evidence isn't thrown out or anything, right? But I mean, if you have a you know a lot of it, I mean, it certainly uh, builds a better case. So back to uh, secession as a topic, uh, Brad. You were saying that. You didn't really believe that they could pull it off because the federal government wouldn't wouldn't want to deal with it. Or? I, I just think it would be a logistical nightmare. Um, unless, Why? I mean, they don't seem to have a problem building checkpoints. I mean, here, build some checkpoints in you know outside of Boston and well, I ninety one. I whatever. mean, th- there's a difference between a, a checkpoint on the roadway where you just stop and you know someone you know looks into your car and uh, protecting the sovereignty of all 49 other states and, you know, all other territories that you can get to from there. Um, well, you've, I mean, they've, they've got the Mexican border, which is a pretty big border, and there are various different, you know, I think I was looking at Wikipedia, something like 50 million people cross there every single year. So, And there's a bunch of crappy little crossings in, like, Vermont and uh, that kind of thing. I went up to the yeah, crossing. Yeah, I've been through one. I, I went to the crossing in New Hampshire when you take, I think it's three or five, I think it's uh, three. US, uh, three, okay, yeah. um, straight up out of the top of New Hampshire, and I don't think there was anybody in that shed. <laughs> now, it's a felony, or at least it's a, it's against the law for me to try to pass into Canada, and I could end up spending... Uh, it's against Canadian law. Canadian law for me to go into Canada, and I could spend more time than I would like in a Canadian jail, as nice as it was the last time I was in one. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm not going to... So I'm not going to go and test them and get too close, because mm-hmm. I didn't know where the line was either. <laughs> they yeah. don't really paint that thing on the road, so I didn't know whether or not to go, but it didn't look like there was anybody even in that shed. I could have snuck across the Canadian border when I was up there looking for moose in northern New Hampshire. I, yeah. 
I, I just fear that there's a lot more uh, to it than just, you know, sending a letter or taking a vote. Um, and, I mean, it could change the way we look at the area around us. I mean, if we have to go through checkpoints in order to get to Massachusetts and Maine, I mean, I'm not too sure why you would really want to go to Massachusetts. Some people but, work down there. Yeah, that's true. you got to go to work, but... Some people work live in you know on the border of United States and, and right Canada. people like right people yeah. cross the border the southern border every day to go to work in a lot of cases or you know they go regularly for shopping because they can get things cheaper in Tijuana uh, that sort of thing so I, I mean couldn't you see the state of Maine objecting to uh, yes. let them object who cares <laughs> Alaska's disconnected from uh, the rest of the as is US. that's true. So I don't, you know, it's to me, it's not an issue what everybody else thinks of New Hampshire seceding. If we can get enough groundswell of support for that sort of thing, and w- again, same thing for you in your state. If you can get enough people on board with secession, then you know, as far as I'm concerned, it should be a done deal. And screw what the people in Maine think. I'm skeptical of se- secession uh, myself. I think that the United States federal government is so close to insolvency that it likely will uh, teeter and fall like a deck of cards before – because that's all it's got. You think that's more likely before a state the secedes? O- yes. Uh, the only thing that the, the United States federal government has, it has two things. It has the biggest things that go kaboom in the world – and it's got the petrodollar, and that's you know the 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 U.S. dollar. The you know it's it's backed by oil from you know the I don't know. There's a big uh, go look up petrodollar. You can figure out what I mean there. And they can make as many of them as they want. And they can make as many as they want, and that's a real problem. And once they have exhausted what they can do with the currency, as I understand it, the life of a a, a fiat currency is something like 25 years or something like that. On average, um, there's a, a glaring example of the uh, the, crown, uh, the the pound sterling, which has made it for a very long time. But it's the only I think the U.S. dollar is the second longest lasting one. At least I saw that on a chart at one point. Maybe I haven't done you know, I haven't done my homework in that area to say that that's true. But, um, you know, it, it 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 might be time for the dollar relatively soon. They're printing an awful lot of them, and we could go into a hyperinflationary spiral. So coming up, Mark, you're going to share with us a story about a man looking at 15 years in prison. Convicted, I believe, right? He's going. Yeah. Uh, for selling some discs. What was on those discs? We'll find out here in moments. 855-453-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Still enough time for you and your calls, your thoughts. If you would like to make that call, it's toll-free. 1-855-450-3733. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com. Three, give five bucks a month to the AMP program. It's my firm belief that Free Talk Live's AMP program is the best use of your charitable dollar among liberty-oriented organizations. Support all the organizations you love. But make sure you give five bucks a month to AMP at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Moments remain, but enough time for you and your thoughts if you make the call right now, 855-450-FREE. Whether you want to talk about secession or illegal gardening, we've been all over the place tonight. 1-855-450-3733 with you here. It's Ian. And Bradley. And Mark. And don't forget to join us at freetalklive.com. And if you like the show, please, please become an amplifier. It makes a big difference for us. 
when you AMP the show. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. And the idea is you send in five bucks a month with any major credit card through PayPal or Visa or MasterCard right on our website. And then we'll take that five bucks and we'll invest it into Free Talk Live, getting on more radio stations around the country, bringing more Internet listeners on board and exposing new people to the ideas of freedom. So head on over to amp.freetalklive.com if that's valuable to you. It's not about paying for a show that you like as much as it is paying to help other people find the ideas that we're talking about. There are a lot of great liberty-oriented shows on the internet, but there's only one that has made it to the world of radio listeners and AM and FM transmissions all across the country, and that's Free Talk Live. So if you want that to continue and you want new people in new markets turning on their car radios when they get in and being able to hear Free Talk Live, then you can help with that. Go to amp.freetalklive.com. You get perks. Things that'll sweeten the deal a little bit, like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, the AMP-only forum, podcast, and more. AMP.freetalklive.com. Mark, tell me about this guy going to prison for 15 years. From RT.com, the Justice Department isn't exactly um, winning its war on intellectual property theft. The Attorney General says so himself. Until then, though, that doesn't mean they're going to start going soft. Mm. A Mississippi man was sentenced to 15 years. And another three under supervised release this week after pleading guilty to selling five counterfeit DVDs and one bootleg music CD to an undercover agent. Now, I'd like to point out this guy had a bunch of other bootleg stuff in his house. Now, they but they only sentenced him for the six DVDs Mm -hmm. Uh, and by a bunch. I mean a bunch like eleven thousand of them. Um, So basically about two some years per sale. Yeah. Now, so let's say that let's say that this guy is a uh, is a man making a living selling <clears throat> selling uh, bootleg uh, DVDs and CDs. Fifteen years is the kind of sentence one gets for murder, the kind of one sentence that, that one gets for rape, for armed robbery, for bank robbery. These kind of crimes. It's crazy, and uh, you know at this point they're clearly trying to send a message. Nobody was harmed. Now you could well, you could th- argue the record company or the uh, movie industry has been harmed by losing a ten dollar sale five times or Fine. twenty dollar twenty dollar sale. And and I think that it's ludicrous to uh, you know I mean okay so at the very least you should be charging him for the amount of stuff that's been stolen plus you know double it or triple it for punitive damages hundred and fifty bucks. But they won't do that because they're trying to send a message. And let me give the message here. Um, This is from State Attorney General Jim Hood. Said anyone who's selling counterfeit goods in Mississippi should be well aware by now that he or she will be arrested (laughs) and face a serious prison term. This guy presumes uh, everybody who's doing file sharing on the Internet is paying attention to the news. Right, because this is the kind of hubris he has. He he believes he's important in people's mm, lives, right. that he can ruin this individual's life. He can miscarriage justice in this way by throwing this guy in, in prison for 15 years and that people, that young people that are doing this care. They don't care about you, man. What I want to know, and I doubt your article reveals this information, but what I want to know is what was he facing maximum? I mean, the dude took a plea deal. Yeah. Well, they always scare you, you know. I understand that. But he took a plea deal for 15 years? What was what were they coming after him with? Were they telling him life in prison? I don't know, I mean, but what this tells me, the warning this gives me, don't go to Mississippi. These people are nuts. I mean, that's that's well, how it's also I, that's what prob- I hear. 
Right, and it's also probably a bad idea to sell bootleg. Look, just just share the damn things. You know, don't don't well, start a business I, selling I, them. I, I don't uh, uh, I don't recommend it, but I do think that somebody's time and energy put into creating like you take a blank disc and you get the information. You put information on a blank disc. That's worth something, and I don't know what it's worth, but you know, I, I get it. Um, if you he probably go- wasn't getting rich off of this. He probably wasn't. He probably somebody who's out of work and yeah. trying to make a living. I mean, how much are you going to pay for a bootleg? You know, DVD brand new prices how have come gonna, down. How are you going to market these things on the? Well, I mean, certain places just on the streets. Yeah, you could do that, I suppose. Mississippi might not be the place to do Psst, it. Want to buy a bootleg? <laughs> Most people who get in trouble for copyright stuff get in trouble when they sell it. When they yeah, I mean, in order to be criminally charged for violating a copyright, you need to. You need to violate more than a thousand dollars within 180 days. Okay. Under on the federal level, so I, how they prove that I'm not exactly sure. But if you sell it once, well, they didn't have to prove it. He took a plea deal. Yeah. Now, U.S. Attorney General Eric Holder, this is something that they didn't have to do. U.S. Attorney General Eric Holder uh, announced that the federal government would be handing out $2.4 million to more than a dozen law enforcement agencies across the country to help crack down on IP theft. Mm. Touting the Justice Department's accomplishments under the Obama administration, Holder announced that the alleged IP criminals are about to face a tough challenge if they plan on uh, continuing to dabble in counterfeiting. So, uh, you know, the federal government's handing out, handing out money. So, no, no. So the other people can crack down for them. Yeah. Well, two point four million dollars really isn't that much money. I'm, local agencies love it. Yeah, I'm sure they love it. But there are millions of people engaging in file sharing. Oh, they're online. not going to stop them. And they know they're not going <laughs> to stop them. They can't possibly stop them. All they can do is take somebody and try to make an example out of them. You know, get somebody and, sh- and, and How execute often them this- and shake their dead body at people. Yeah. How often is this happening? This is the first I've heard of it because normally it's the first story I've heard about, of this, but usually it's a uh, usually it's some mom or grandma. But usually that's just a financial civil kind yeah. of settlement where they six hundred thousand dollars is the last one I remember. Right, but no one's. I mean, I, this is the first story I've heard about anyone going to prison. Well, that's because this person's this. selling it. Right, I get what you're saying, but don't really hear about that happening too often. I yeah. wonder if this we're going to hear more of this. I mean, this is horrifying, and I agree with you, Mark. You know, if there's a da- if there's damages, and he should be paying those damages to whoever it is that is owed the the money, and he should be able to do that from outside of a prison cell. Look, you know, here you go, uh, two hundred fifty dollars or twelve hundred dollars or whatever the arbitrary amount is. At least then he can stay in the economy and and still continue to be productive. This has done nothing to make anyone whole. This is going to cost. What are taxpayers going to have to pay to keep this guy in prison? What's it? What's it cost to keep somebody in a federal prison cell? Seventy thousand, fifty thousand. I'd say about seventy thousand dollars a year would probably not be a. Uh, Let's just a call it stretch. fifty. He's going to be in there for fifteen years. They probably get seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. That's that's about right. I mean, the American public actually, in, in it's the state of uh, Mississippi. So this isn't a federal prison. Actually, um, this was a state offense. Um, so let's say Mississippi. Oh, I'm keeps sorry. The, I thought this was fed. Uh, e- even if it's, I mean, even if it's a half a million dollars, state yeah. of Mississippi keeps him under uh, a feeds a bologna sandwiches and and keeps him in a hole in the ground or whatever. But you still have to pay the guards and all that other stuff that goes into it. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it it's a lot of money, it's insane, and it doesn't make any sense. If these people feel like they were wronged, whatever company's got their stuff bootlegged, give them a, some kind of settlement and let this guy pay them. It doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, that's outrageous. Let's continue with your calls and thoughts. Brett is in Manchester, New Hampshire. Brett, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys. I understand you have a format where I would be allowed to change the subject? Yes, sir. Go ahead. 
All right. I wanted to talk about this film, The Shining Code. Okay, go ahead. There is no conspiracy that I would uh, that I would like to believe more than the idea. And just if people don't know, uh, I don't know if you've talked about this recently. Somebody called in last week with this idea that the Apollo missions were fake. Stanley Kubrick directed them, and there's uh, a confession embedded in the 1980 film The Shining. Mm-hmm. Um. The documentary, I watched it last night in preparation for, for doing a show about it myself, doesn't really, um, doesn't really stand up to uh, logical muster at all. So you're going to do a show about this? Yep, yeah, we do a series about logic, and this is just uh, it's too good to pass up. I see, you're going to tear it apart. Tonight on School no, Sucks. Not so much the movie. I don't want to be disrespectful because, like I said, I really want to believe that mm. the Apollo missions were fake. So you would have, you would have been the perfect person to be convinced by this film. <laughs> you wanted to believe, but you, it couldn't even convince you. I already have the confirmation bias going for me. <laughs> I, I, I have an emotional investment in wanting to believe it. I want to shout it from the hilltop. I watched this but, uh, Finding Bigfoot or whatever it is on, uh, I, I think it's the History Channel or something. They've got this uh, series out. And man... I want to believe want it, it too, but sometimes those guys just look like they're <laughs> crazy. You know, they, they just look silly out in the woods. <laughs> so, dark, folks can listen to your show. Uh, what's the website? SchoolSucksProject.com? They can hear us on LRN.FM or they can watch us at SchoolSucksProject.com slash live at 1006 tonight. Hey, very cool. That's Eastern Time. Uh, Brett from the School Sucks Project. You guys do a good show. Appreciate hearing from you tonight. Awesome show. Yeah, it's been Ian here with you. And Bradley. And Mark. All right, we'll join you again tomorrow night. You can join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Don't forget our Facebook and Twitter as well, where the conversation continues online at all times. freetalklive.com. I've been told no in many different ways. I give you an order and you're going to obey it. Who told you you're going to You can do that and you have to leave here. You cannot bring Simon to the rally. Walk with me. Well, I'm, I'm, no, I'm comfortable me. here, actually. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, 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 hey. 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 Who do you think you Excuse are? me. There is no video or audio allowed in this office. No, I have work today. This is... You ain't going to make... Wait, no. Now. Wait a minute. Hey! Oh my god! Unbelievable! Because you're scared me! What am I being detained for? You're being served. What is this? What is this? Bureaucrats have a funny way of telling people no. That's the sound of the men working on the chain. Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree. Available now free in HD. See it now at victimlesscrimespree.com.